Welcome to Entertain Her with Erica Cedeno and Sarah Sanderson. Catch up every week with your new best friends as they pull back the curtain of what it's really like living in and with Hollywood. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Entertain Her. I'm Sarah Sanderson. Hi, guys. Erica Cedeno. I love that, like, I can't open the show without doing some sort of intro, even though we now have an intro, which just feels weird. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> it's like, oh, when we start now, action. Um, speaking of action, uh, this episode today is going to be a lot about Hollywood because we're going to discuss how Eric and I live with Hollywood. Like, not only do we live in Los Angeles, we actually live with partners who are in the industry and obviously we're in the industry and just how that everyday life is. So stay tuned for that. But before we get into that, obviously, you know what time it is. It's time for the wind down. Okay. So I'm going to try not to cry. We had a bad situation happen. Um, we lost mm. our dog Baron to cancer um, on Friday. So that was really hard. And he was my shadow. So it's hard to get used to moving around the house or doing anything at all because he's not there. So all I'm going to say on that, because I'm going to try not to cry on um, the matter. But yeah, it was obviously a really sad weekend. Um, but looking forward, I have my mom coming to town this weekend because we are going to be heading to the Hamptons next week. Our first trip. I'm so scared. Uh, please, <laughs> Isabella, be okay on the plane. And um, also my procrastination is just at its height because I need to be packing and getting things for her shipped over there and getting everything prepared. And of course, I'm just not doing any of that. I'm like, oh, I got 10 days, nine days, eight days. Seven, it's going away. I need to just do it. So that's mm. exciting. Uh, we also have his daughter, Maya, is coming to visit because Isabella is rapidly changing. And she's like, I need to come see her. She's pulling the stand, crawling, dancing, DJing. Uh, saying mama, like she's turning in this little lady right before my eyes. Clapping, clapping. clapping. so cute with the 49ers <laughs> win. I love that. <laughs> it was Aww. cute. Well, Sarah, yeah. I'm so sorry to hear about Baron. He was an Thank amazing, you. amazing dog. And I know what you went through because we went through it a couple years ago with two dogs, literally yeah. back to back. I love dogs, but this is one of the reasons why I can't pull the trigger for another dog because it's just they're amazing little souls but it's heart-wrenching going through that and I'm like oh yeah do I really want to do it again the kids really want a dog especially Aviana Jackson's like I'm good without a dog but Avi like all the time is like I want a dog oh so, well think of the we'll years see. of joy they bring and then obviously yes. there's gonna be heartache at uh, yeah, one point eventually it, you gave the but, best life to this dog right they're just a lot of work though, too, in between. <laughs> the the main thing is the main thing is traveling. Like, what do you do with them when you travel? And then they somebody has to just take care of them. And then they're it's just a lot. And the shedding, but that's like minimal. <laughs> that's You're minimal. Like, Sarah, I've been to your house. There's like animal hair <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> you know, Aww. uh someone someone called that uh oh. In my stand-up group, one of the Kelly Brown, one of the comedians, she had a cat. And so she's like, I know I have cat hair all over me. I'm wearing black. She's like, I just call it my single lady glitter. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> but, That's so funny. I yeah. love that. I have been doing this like new thing. So I am an avid 
coffee drinker, right? So I used to, I, I never liked coffee, but uh, Matt actually introduced me to coffee. Thank you, Matt. And since then, I've just kind of upped my ante every single day. You know, I was like doing one cup of coffee and then two. And then I was lately up to three and four cups of coffee, which. Oh, no, Erica, back off, back off. What's happening? What? That's too much coffee. That's a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought so too. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do like this, like cleanse. I'm not, I'm going to get off coffee and I'm going to switch to <laughs> ma- <laughs> to matcha. So I want to say that I am like five days clean from coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was happening. <laughs> and I'm just so excited about it. Cause I feel really good, even though I have a lot to do and I'm, I don't think that I'm as productive. I will say that, which is a big deal for me to say. Once I started dating Matt, he was, he was a coffee drinker and he he's Cuban. So Cuban, Cuban coffee is really strong and really oh. like it, it does its job. Right. And so I tried it and I was like, woo, I was like feeling it. I got a lot done that day. And ever since then, I kind of just like introduced it little by little. And when did you start getting to the three or four cups? Oh, so that was recent. So that has been um, probably like the last two months. And I'm like, why? Like all of a sudden you're like, I think I need more of this. (laughs) Because so like I have one and two, like right away in the morning before even the kids go to school. And then once the kids come back, I kind of want it again. Like I want to enjoy my cup of coffee because a lot of moms can relate. You know, when you're getting the kids off to to, to school, you're not really enjoying the cup of coffee. You're doing stuff. So the then function. When I, exactly. So then when I come back, I'm like, okay, I want to enjoy it with a nice hot, like actual hot and drink it hot and then mm-hmm. sit down at my computer and start my day. Right. So then I was, I was three. And then sometimes like after lunch or right before lunch, I would just have a, a fourth. I don't know why. Cause I was crazy living the life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So we will get into living in Hollywood in our houses, as we should say, uh, <laughs> if you listened to us last week, you got a little bit, obviously of Matt Sedano, your husband, who was a world renowned model supermodel should we say like what makes a supermodel I don't know if he was a supermodel come on I mean he was actually saying that there's only one male official supermodel and I don't know his name I'll have to ask him but he I sounds guess real only, famous <laughs> there's well, well that's the problem is that there's not a lot of known male models like think about how many women model like supermodels there are yeah who can name a male model out there come on Tyrese Anyone? Gibson oh okay N- another one is this like taboo? Uh, this yeah. is like celebrity. Um, another one, another one. Uh, Sebastian. Is there one named Sebastian? Sebastian? What are you talking about? No. What's the blonde any? hair guy? I mean, I Mark, know their faces. Oh, Mark Wahlberg oh. was a model, wasn't he? he was oh, there like you go. A, yeah. He, okay. I see what you actor. mean. I see yeah. what you mean. I hear you. Well, so we got Matt, who was maybe a supermodel, maybe, and um, is obviously an actor. Uh, give a little, little like a description of Matt's, like who Matt is. He's my husband. Uh, been together for almost twenty, gosh, a long time. Uh, married for fourteen years. We. He's a father, an amazing father, very hands on. Um, that's who he is first. My husband. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. And don't you forget it, Matt. That's who you are first. <laughs> 
Um, no, he's a very successful actor. He's amazing. He's a very humble actor. Cause as we all know, there's a lot of those out there that are not. So that's what mm -hmm. I loved about him. When I moved to LA guys, I had my like fair share of fun. I was like hanging out with like tons of actors and the Hollywood life. I mean, I was like going to Ashton Kutcher's house for after hours. I was like hanging out with Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, I mean, it was, it was the life, right? And I had doing it right. <laughs> you did what with a lot of them? You hit on uh, them? Wait, what? No. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe kissed one or two. I don't know. No, I'm Ooh. kidding. Just kidding. Matt. <laughs> Ooh, what? We're getting into a dirty secret episode. I like this. Yeah, this we were not supposed to go here, girl. He was the first celebrity I saw in LA in a bowling alley. And out of the corner of my eye, I was like, oh, I went to high school with that guy. And then my brain's like, no, you didn't. No, you that guy's famous. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, no, I don't know him. That's Ashton Kutcher. It's so but it's funny because your mind happens. makes you think you know them. Yes, yes. That does happen to Matt, actually. People are like, um, I feel like I know you from somewhere. Did we meet before? And it's like, it's obviously something that they watch, but they can't like put the two together. What does he say? Um, he just says, oh, I don't think so. No, he doesn't tell them that he's he's like an actor, you know, so I usually have to come in and say, oh, he's an actor. You might have seen him on a show or something. Yeah. Way like to make that guy feel crazy. Like, I swear I knew that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah. And then they kind of put it together and stuff. But again, my point is that Matt is very humble. He's always been super humble. So my point to hanging out with all these people before in the past, you guys, was just because I know that a lot of Hollywood actors can be super full of themselves and just think that they're God's gift. Right. And when I met Matt, he looked to me like God's gift. I was just like, like in awe of like his beauty when I first saw him. <laughs> Still Matt, are you listening? Are you listening, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> but when I first saw him, he was like this, like, oh my gosh, like I can't even like his hair, his face. Like I just remember exactly when I saw him and how, what I felt, I was just like, who is this goddess? Um, but he was so damn humble, you know? And that's when I was just like, this guy's different. This guy is like, cause he's in it. He's an actor, but he doesn't think he is an actor. If you know what I mean? It's funny you say that because you and I met a very long time ago. Uh, we worked at a bar together. Um, when we were yes. babies. And yes. so, yeah, you already were dating Matt. I, I knew of Matt in high school. Not that Matt was one of the first celebrities I saw, but he was probably one of the first that I was sort of friends with, I think. Mm -hmm. And and he never, but he never felt like that. Like you're what you're saying is he's humble. You never like felt like, oh, there's Matt. You know, it was just like, oh, yeah. what's up, Matt? Like, it was just like, he's your bud. And um. It's funny. I never thought about that before. But yeah, he was always very humble because, yeah, I knew who he was when I was like 18. So I knew Matt in high school because he was on that really popular soap, which I'm not going to say the name of it because we have a writer's strike right now. But, you know, obviously you can probably do some Google and do your own research. But uh, we all knew who he was. Yeah. Um, OK, <laughs> so we will get back to Matt. But people are probably like, OK, Matt enough about Matt. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know that. He sounds awesome. Um, so then we have we have my fiance Doug Ellen, who um is not an actor, although he 
he loves Jerry Seinfeld. He wanted to be like a Jerry Seinfeld and like Eddie Murphy. Like he wanted to be an actor. I think that's originally why he moved here. He started in stand-up. Doug's the writer-director. He created a huge hit TV show. I'm not going to again say the name because we're in a strike. It's kind of like a cult classic. People still go back and watch it now. So um, that's all I can say about that at this point. He's done um, some independent movies that he somehow like always sold to a studio, even when he was like just out of college. I'm like, geez, you're real lucky. Wow. He's just real talented. Yeah. So the yeah, one thing so- he said is to create your own, create your own content, right? Mm-hmm. He said that yeah. when we uh, had him on before. Yeah, he always says that, especially now because you can film everything on your phone, like a movie. Like back when he was young, like you couldn't do that, you know. Tired of those same old snacks that leave you feeling blah? Well, we have something exciting to share with you. The incredible popped oat. You heard it right. Pop Oats has popped the mold to bring you a game changer in snacking. Imagine crunchy roasted oat kernels bursting with oat-rageous real flavors. Yes, sweet or savory, Pop Oats has your cravings covered with flavors like zesty ranch, swell salted caramel, and my favorite, chill out chili lime. Morning, noon, or midnight munchies, it's always a good time for Pop Oats. Try all the flavors today. Visit popoats.com and enter code ENTERTAINHER30. Type out three zero and there's an H in the entertain her if you don't already know to take 30% off your order. Guys, join the Pop Oats party and experience the craveable crunch. Oats are not just for breakfast anymore. Pop open a bag and forever change the way you eat oats. Um, So you were saying, first of all, when Mac gets approached, like how often does that happen? It doesn't happen as often as you would think, honestly. I feel like living in LA, there's you know, working actors everywhere. Yeah. With Doug, obviously, again, he's not like, you know, actors get recognized a lot more, you know, when you're on the other side of the camera, you are in people's faces more and your face is a little more recognizable. So, but Doug, for some, somehow, I don't really know how some people do recognize Doug. So they've seen his face somewhere. Um, but it's very, it's random, you know, and they're always like, oh, hey, man, it's my favorite show, like whatever. And it always like kind of takes you by surprise a little bit because it doesn't happen every single day. And you're always like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's cool. And Doug gets you almost so- forget. You almost forget that they're somebody yeah. in the business, right? <laughs> yeah. And Doug gets so awkward and uncomfortable. He's always like, oh, yeah, man. And they always want to shake Doug's hand. And Doug's like, even though he tries to claim he's not, he's a germaphobe like me and he hates shaking people's hands. He's like, always like tries to go in for a fist bump. Um, (laughs) But I mean, I remember we were in Italy and I went to go do the Vatican tour and I'm by myself and I had the flu. I was like so sick. I was like hanging under the rails, but I'm like, I need to, this is before COVID. So like you would go out in public sick. Um, I was like, I just need the once in a lifetime opportunity to see the Vatican. So I'm like with a fever, it's so hot. I'm like looking around and I get back to the hotel and he's like, oh, yeah, some people DM me that they saw you. And I was like, what? So I'm like, oh, no, are these people on my tour? Like, what was I doing? Like, all of a sudden, I'm like so embarrassed because I guess they said like, oh, we saw your girlfriend, at whatever. And kind of weird to never know, like, if someone's like, oh, that's Doug's fiance. And like, what was I doing? I love that, I though. Being embarrassing? I'm, <laughs> but I've never heard of that. Or at least they've. it's not come around to 
us or to me. Right. So yeah. like, obviously that's, that's, what's cool about Doug. I feel like Doug has a very open, uh, like people feel like they can DM him. You know, he's very like, like Matt's not like that. Like Matt's not, he's not active on social. He, he's not like, it's not that he's not approachable, but I feel like people would not like send him a message and let him know stuff like that. You know? Oh, he's right. just very okay. quiet on cool. social media. I love that Doug is out there and he talk. he always answers people back. He's, he's, oh, he loves active. getting in fights with people on there, which I'm always worried. I'm like, hello. And then when we first started dating, um, page six wrote a very nasty article about Doug and saying like that he's found new love. And there's a photo of Doug and there's a photo of me and it's one of the worst photos I've, it's almost like they were looking for a bad photo. It was one of the worst photos I've taken on a red carpet. I almost didn't walk. Like my friend Alex was like, oh, come. And I was not red carpet ready. Like I did my own. I didn't even curl my hair. Like I did my own makeup and hair. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to. And it was like hot out. I was like, whatever I did. Shouldn't have because that's the photo they went with. That's a of course. There's not even lighting. Like half my face is in a shadow. And it was a terrible photo. And um. It says something like Doug's found new love and they wished me luck and they called him dreadful Doug in this article. Oh, goodness. No. <laughs> and the, before the article came out, I did get a DM on Twitter from the guy writing it. And he's like, hey, I'm going to I found out you guys are dating. I'm going to release an article. Do you want wish to comment? And Doug's like, don't comment. And so I said, OK. But then after that came out, I was like, I kind of want to email him back and comment and be like, yo, wait, what, what's up? what would you say? What would you comment? I, I don't know. But then that was always like, once we got engaged, I'm like, should I email him now and comment? Like, should I say something? <laughs> because now I have a comment. Um, but no, Doug, Doug loved being called dreadful. He like posted it. His friends made him shirts. Dreadful Doug. So, so this whole episode is not just us bragging about who we're with. We're just giving you a little, <laughs> little info, like who they are. Insight. It's a little insight. insight. That's There's all. the word I was looking for. Insight. So let's discuss now that we are we're not with someone who has a nine to five job. So our day to day is usually, I mean, at least on my end, it's never the same. Like it's not like they go to work at nine, they come back at five. Like you have dinner ready. Like not that that's necessarily what happens anymore, but you know that's just not our life in any way. Um, so with Doug, you know, it's weird being with a writer. Like I always thought, I always know. I was like afraid because I'm a little of a jealous person. So I was afraid to be with an actor seriously because if they were having makeout scenes, I'm like, I don't know if I could handle it. So I think it's amazing that you can. And I'm sure if I was with an actor, well, I would handle it. I would handle it. Yeah. I know, but I know it must be tough. And I know me and I know I get jealous, even though, again, I'm, I've am i been there on the other side. And I know there's nothing to get jealous about I'm all, unless like, let's say I was filming a scene with Brad Pitt. Maybe you should be jealous because I might be enjoying that, you know, but otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, usually it's just awkward. Um, yes. But then I was like, I really want to be with someone creative because I have in the past been with people who just didn't understand our industry. And I was envious of my friends that were in relationships with people that that we're also in the business because it is weird. And it's, and, you know, and if they do have that nine to five, that's not your like hours. Like it's kind of nice to have someone not have that set schedule with you. And um, I don't know. It's just like the day to day is different, but with a writer. So I wanted to be with a writer director. I always would say with oh, someone creative, maybe we can create together, um, learn from each other, but in the industry in that sense. And so I ended up meeting a writer and director. I remember we met on Raya and I was terrible at this app. 
And I had just gone on a hike with my friend, Jen. And she's like, what are you looking for, Sarah? And I was like, I really, you know, I really think I'd want to date a writer. Like I said that. So then when Doug's photo popped up, I think it was like the next day, I went, oh, that's so weird. I was just saying I would want to be with a writer because I knew who he was. Um, Mm. But I didn't remember what I knew about who he was. Like I'd heard his name. And so I was like, oh, we'll swipe right. Like who knows if if we'll match, whatever. So I swipe right, immediately we match. And I'm like, well, he probably won't ask me out. Asked me out. Little did I know he asked everyone out wow. that he went on, he matched with. He was like very good about using the apps. Um, but that's, you know, how we met. But I thought it was weird that I put it out there that I wanted to date a writer. Well, let me tell you that dating a writer is um, different. They live their life <laughs> in their minds. Like it doesn't shut off. Like they're, he's quiet a lot of times. Like he's in, he'll always say, I know it looks like I'm not working, but I'm working like he's working in his mind. Mm. Like he writes scenes in the shower, pacing back and forth in the shower. And he's always just so absorbed in his head that literally any room I walk into, I'm just walking into a room and he's like, "Ah!" like he's like scared because he's so (laughs) he's so just zoned in to whatever, whatever he's thinking about. Or he'll just be like, what do you well, he's like, what, what, what's your question? And I'm like, oh, sorry. He's like, I'm just I'm, I'm working. But it, for him, it's frustrating because like if you physically see someone working, you know, not to bother them. But if right, someone's right. just like standing there, I don't know he's working. So it's just like that's been. Wow. That makes so much sense, though, because you have to kind of like think of these like you're almost envisioning, right? He's envisioning these scenes and he's playing yeah. them all out before he actually goes to the writing table. Yeah. So he will, he will spend days in his head. And then all of a sudden he's like, I got to go write the scene and he'll write it in a few minutes, but he already has written the scene in his head this whole time. But so that's been a challenge for me because I'm ask a lot of questions, as you know, like I'm just like, I got questions about anything. (laughs) Um, so, and, and so that's been like a weird balance of like, I don't know if I should ask him something right now. Like, does he look deep in thought? Because I also maybe, don't want to mess maybe up you his have thought. To, like, raise your hand, you know, and have <laughs> call on you or something. <laughs> but there's definitely a few times like his office is upstairs and like he can hear me walk up the stairs and he'll turn around and go. And he had been writing and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Like, So he's just like, if I'm up here, just pretend like I'm not here. And I'm like, well, what if something bad happens? <laughs> like, it's like this whole <laughs> Should I text you? Yeah. I text, Matt. I text Matt all the time. I love that you say that, Sarah, because that is our life too. He's not all the time gone. Most of the time we're together. We're together 24 seven. That's what's crazy. It's like people don't, because re- we work, we both work from home and his working is in his office. So a lot of the times he'll be in his office and he's just rehearsing, he's studying like, and I'll text him and he'll be like, I'm here. Why are you texting me like in the house? But I'm like that where I don't want to be bothered. I don't want him to bother me. I don't want to bother him. Like we're home, but we're separate and we're both working, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so he hates dog it. is what I'm trying to say. But he won't see it. Me? He doesn't get alerts. He turns his alerts off of his phone. Well, I'd have to call him. I don't know. Um, but he hates if I get a self tape because of course, like the minute I'm taping, he all of a sudden's on the phone screaming. Like it's not that he's screaming, but he talks really animated and loud, but he's on the other side of the house, but I could still hear him. So I'm like, hey, 
I can hear you. And he goes, oh my God. Like he's like, if someone, <laughs> he's like, if you have a soft tape, everyone has to be really quiet. Like he gets so, it's just, it's funny. Um, but so how do you, how do you find balance? Like um, with like, like, I guess what we're saying is like, how do you, how do you find balance with being with Matt and like his work and you guys live and work together or not work together, but well, I guess you do body language together, but you live yeah. together and you both work from home. So like, how do you balance that out? I mean, we're pretty good about, we, we do our like morning thing with the kids and then <clears throat> we're pretty good about just usually working on our own, but we will have like a lunch together or we'll have, um, I mean, not all the time, by the way, sometimes he's eating way before I am. Um, but definitely we, we respect each other's like work hours per se, so that we're not just like losing time, getting things in. So we each have our own quality time, um, apart. He's in his office and I'm usually working in the kitchen. Um, and then we try to get like a lunch together some days. Uh, and then we're really good about dinners. We're really good about dinners with the kids, um, family time, obviously, you know, about our Friday night dance offs and parties. <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. like we're pretty, we're pretty good about balancing work quality time with just us, like obviously getting date nights in and we don't always go out on date nights very often anymore, but our date nights could be just in the house, which I love. Like sometimes we'll like have the kids go to the pool so that we feel like we're at home by ourselves, even though they're like right outside. But I think all that helps, right? Yeah. Just helps. Well, you, I think you're good at scheduling and making balancing and having those, like you said, date nights and making that time. But so that's interesting that even though, so you guys, like you kind of leave each other ho- alone between nine and six. Yeah. Like in the mornings, I pretty much feel like I have all my time to myself to get things done. And then so does he. And then lunchtime, sometimes we'll get together and have lunch together, but not all the time, not very often. It's like a special occasion. Like, oh, I'm making lunch. Do you want to have lunch together? (laughs) Even though we're home together. Um, Yeah. And then we go back to and let each other work for the rest of the afternoon until the kids come home. And then once the kids are home, it's a little, it's a little busy. As and how know, do you handle when he's away filming? Thank goodness Matt has not been away for more than like a month to two months. And a lot of the times it goes by pretty fast. But a lot of actors like on a primetime TV show, what they're gone like eight, nine months, right? That's like yeah. a normal thing. I don't think I could handle that. I don't know. I think we've been blessed with Matt's jobs because I would be terrified to be at home with the kids by myself for eight to nine months, honestly. And it's well, you might lot. have to relocate or, I mean, look at like Vanessa, think, for example, booked the Hawaii yeah. show and they had to move their whole family there. Uh, that would be really hard for us because Jackson is so involved right now with soccer to find a new team. Like, it's not like he's not going to do soccer. Um, yeah. That would, I don't know that I would do that, but I would have to have like a live in nanny of some sort to help juggle the kids because that's a lot yeah. that's well, especially because like you you do have a full-time job many yeah. of them so yeah but depending would... on where he gets that job shoot I might move <laughs> ah, you're like Hawaii maybe I'm like yeah exactly. I mean her, her kids look like they're living their best life like that looks yes, amazing they do. Um, yes. I was gonna touch on that I also love I mean we're we're girls we love to like get dolled up get dressed up go to the events so there's been a couple times where I got to like 
meet with Doug's stylist, Natalie. Shout out to Natalie if you're listening. Um, get my hair makeup done. Like it's so, something so fun about that. Like it feels like Cinderella a little bit. Like yes, for sure. But Doug is just not a social person. Again, the the whole writer versus actor situation. So he hates award shows. He hates going to parties and red carpet events and premieres. So like we don't ever go. Like we've been together for almost what? five. Yeah, we've been together for almost five years and maybe three times we've gone to something. We've never walked a carpet together. Um, (gasps) Like I'll go to stuff, but he never wants to go. Like, uh, so it's just interesting because again, it's like as the actor, I'm like, yeah, I want to go do that. But as the writer, he's like, I don't want to do that. But wait a second. He's won so many awards because I've been to your house. His That was before me. That was before me. Did he actually go to those or did he just get them? He afterwards? would say he would go um, if he didn't win, he would leave like because he wouldn't go to the party because he's just not into going like and to me, I think that'd be so fun to go to the party. So wait a second. He's never been into going to parties, even like when he was like in his 20s. He never goes to clubs. He does not like going to parties. He he's just never been that type of guy. He doesn't like going on guy trips like he's like. Wow. He got married very young. Um, he's he's a homebody. He loves to just sit at home with his dogs. Now dog, which sucks. Um, and watch I mean, TV do you, and I feel like that's that's like a love hate thing? It would be for me because I am so social. I love going out and about, and but at the same time, I also appreciate that he's not always wanting to go out. So how do you handle that? Like is he it always says that. Thing? He's yeah. always like, you're lucky. You're lucky that I'm not one of like going out with the guys, you know, like he's, it's just not who he is. Like going on the guy trip. Like he goes on pickleball yeah. trips. Those are extent of his guy trips. Cause they're going to play pickleball. <laughs> um, but I mean, sometimes it's hard because I'm like you, like I do like to go out and be social and sometimes like he'll go if I like really, I'm like, Oh, I'd really want you to go. But then would you really want to go there with someone that when you know that they, they feel uncomfortable be there. and they don't want to be yeah. there and it's almost like not that you're babysitting them but then you like want to make sure he's having a good time and then you're not really being present and having a good time so now I just go on my own or I just go with my friends so it's like yeah. I don't know you have to find balance I guess but that is just the difference of the writer I guess and the actor but I did get to see him on set and seeing him in his element it was like so sexy. I just remember yes. being like in rehearsal, looking at him and being like, you know, if I didn't know him, I'd be going like, hmm, who's this director? Like he's cute, you know, because it's just, <laughs> I don't know, like seeing him in his, and something that he loves to do and excelling and everyone respects him. And, and it's really yes. cool sometimes listening to his podcast and hearing the different guests they have on the way that they talk about his writing it's like, cause I know obviously like he's good at what he does, but sometimes like to hear people say that, I'm like, wow, like, wow, you really are really good at what you do. Or they're like, you know, yeah. the way you write, it's like a play. It's like a blah. Like it's just, it's the way his, his mind works. Um, and he's very big about words. Like what you say, like words have meaning and I don't know, but another thing we've touched on in the past. I do not self-tape with Doug. That was always a dream of mine. Like, oh, <laughs> he can that's what you would think. He'll help me yeah. get jobs because it'll be such a good self-tape. He'll direct me. Uh, no, no. <laughs> that doesn't work out that way. Um, he is punctuation word perfect. And 
fast, 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 which sometimes when you just get material, it's not absorbed in your body yet. You can't go that fast yet. You're still like figuring out what you're saying. Um, so that did not work out. And I know that you and Matt, though, have that going on. So that's great. Yeah, no, I feel like it's great. Like, I love helping Matt with his self-tapes. We have now the system down that works. Let's just say that. Only time that I will offer some sort of advice now is if, like, I'm not believing something that he's saying. Because obviously, oh. you know, we watch movies yeah. and TV together. And if I'm not, because he is my husband. So if I'm not believing him, I'm like probably the worst critic for him. If I'm not believing him, then somebody else is not going to. So the only time, and this doesn't happen very often, but I will say like, mm, so that wasn't like so believable and maybe like say it again or say it like different or whatever. And then he yeah. actually listens and then he does it and it's awesome. So I don't know. Who knows? I used to struggle with that with my ex because he wasn't creative and I would run lines and I'm like, so how was that? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, you watch TV. What do you mean? You don't know. Like, was it funny? Did, did it make sense? Did you believe it? Did it land? So like, did it yeah. land? And he's like, yeah. I, I don't know. So, <laughs> so it's good that, good that you have well, that eye, but you also were an actor. Exactly. I think it's because I did dabble in it for a little bit yeah. that I kind of can help a little bit. I, I, he's so good that he doesn't really need my help. I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing. It's just like one or two times that that's happened. Oh, well, yeah. this has been fun giving you just a little more insight on er the life of uh, Erica and I, how we met, like get to know us a little bit better and um, think of your own relationship situations. And like, especially with COVID, if you are working from home with your significant other, how you guys are balancing that. Maybe you can relate to some of this and maybe you can relate to none of it. I don't know. Now that's just Eric and I, we're going to be pretty candid and open and let you know a little bit more about our daily lives and who we are and where we came from and how we met and everything that has to do with, you know. Peel back the curtains. Right? Yes. Why we're not? like onions. You can peel the onions with all the different layers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you for uh, coming back, you know, and I hope you come back again next week. And as always, please leave us a review if you have not. We um, so love seeing those. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And thank you so much. This has been an episode of Entertain Her. I'm Sarah Sanderson. Bye, guys. Erica Cedeno. 